This is a special Passes Prime podcast for two reasons. One, we have our first guest, Liz Dizidor. And number two, we're going to focus on one topic. Recently, HBO showed a documentary called Alan v. Farrow, which dealt with the Woody Allen v. Farrow relationship. And I want to just say we are not taking sides in this. We want to look at this from the history of both Woody and Mia, pre- and post-relationship, and how maybe things could have been prevented. So, Liz, we'll start off with you, if you don't mind, talking just a little bit about the background of Mia Farrow and how she got into the business and, and just her, like, personal past. Okay. Um, what I know about her, what what made her famous, I guess, was Peyton Place. Um her father died when she was 17 of a heart attack, so she had a support. I think there's nine kids in her family. So she did modeling and then Peyton Place. And then she met Frank Sinatra when she was 19. Okay. Uh, second time she met him when, he was, when she was 11. But at 19, she spilled her, her purse in front of him. Uh-huh. And her retainer <laughs> was in the purse. And uh, from there, they started dating. So she married him when she was 21, and he was 50 or 51. 50, I have a 30-year difference in age there between. So not that that, you know, but it is like we get to later with the Sunni and Woody thing. It's not. Right, it's a 30-year age difference. It's a 30-year age difference. And plus, she was a family friend to them. So he had known the dad. Didn't he know the father? uh, Yeah. Mia Farrell's dad. dad. And and I think she even went to school. With, or was friends with, with the kids. The girls, with so Nancy she grew up Tina. around Frank Sinatra. That yeah. wasn't like, oh my God, she just met Frank Sinatra. She had known known him for a while. So she starts out on, on uh, modeling. Then she does Peyton Place, which made her like an overnight success. Now right. she did that. That ran for five seasons from 64 to 69. But she worked from 64 to 66. So she, at that time, was the getting a tremendous amount of fan letters. She was so popular. Oh, she was good. She was a, a, a big star at that And point. then she was doing Rosemary's Baby. Right. Now, Rosemary... I know her from. Right. You Rose know her Mary, from Rosemary's Baby. Of course, she would know a horror story. Of course. Right. And yeah. she was married to Frank at the time. Yeah, that broke up their marriage, right? Because she wanted to keep doing the movie and he wanted her to stay up. Yeah. So he, he, so he wanted her out of the picture, don't do it? Well, he wanted her to be, I think, in one of his pictures. Okay. And Rosemary's baby ran over the time oh, okay. that it was supposed to. Okay. So Frank was just like, shut it down, leave the production. And then he served her with divorce papers right right there in front of the cast. So she didn't play games with that. So she was married for two years to Frank Sinatra, from 66 right. to 68. Right. Now I just want to go to the little bit of history of when she meets Andre Previn. Right. Okay, I read her book whether it was like what 20 years ago when no, this, this is happened. Mia's this is Mia book. Okay. Mia came out with a book uh, okay. right after the whole thing and I was completely solidly disgusted by Woody Allen at that time where you know you and I were huge Woody you Allen you saw every Woody Allen movie we, we, we did. Just, we thought Manhattan was a little strange. And we'll get into that. We'll delve okay. into that a little bit. Yes. The age difference. The age difference, the 18 to his being in his late 40s or 50s and that. And, uh, okay, so where was I? Um, all right, so. So you're talking about Andre Previn now, when she meets Andre Previn. Well, yeah. Which from is two years. book, okay. it seems to be that, like, he's already estranged from his wife, okay. Dory. Okay. But, you know, looking up for the podcast, whatever. Uh, I find that Dory Previn was 
very much still in the marriage. And in love with Andre Prep. Yeah. So this was like a shock that... Well, she actually gonna... had a breakdown, a mental breakdown when her marriage broke up, which incidentally she was 24 and Andre Previn was 40. Right. And she, and Dory Previn found out about their affair because Mia was pregnant. And okay. so now... it's okay. a good way to find out. That's, that yeah, and when she went to the mental you know, institution for her breakdown, right. she was encouraged to write, and she wrote a song. Because she was a singer-songwriter. She was a singer-songwriter, right? Yeah. right? Okay. So she wrote a song that Mia Farrow has acknowledged in court is about her. So should I read you the song? What's the name of the song? Uh, Beware of Young Girls. Beware of Young Girls. Okay. Okay. All yeah, right. read me some so, of the, yeah, read me. You know, in Mia's book, it's like she's met Andre Previn, really no mention hardly of, you know. Dory. Just that she didn't want to cause the wife any more pain. Than, <laughs> right. Okay. But she had but an she affair. And she kind of glosses over, like, you know, it kind of sounds like Andre is not even with right. Dory. Right. But I heard, I don't know, on my looking up, that I think she was so distraught after the relationship with Frank that I think she might have been taken in by the Previns. Not sure about that. But anyways, the wife wrote, She was my friend, my friend, my friend. She sent us little silver gifts. Oh, yes, she did. And what a rare and happy pair. She inevitably said as she glanced at my unmade bed. She admired my unmade bed, my bed. Beware of young girls who come to the door, wistful and pale of 20 and four, delivering daisies with delicate hands. Beware of young girls. Too often they crave to cry at a wedding and dance on a grave. She was my friend, my friend, my friend. I thought her motives were sincere. Oh yes, I did. Ah, but this last, it came to pass, had a dark and different pain, plan. She admired my own sweet man. She admired my own sweet man. We were friends, oh yes. Yes, we were. And she just took him from my life. Oh yes, she did. So young and vain, she brought me pain. But I'm wise enough to say she will leave him one thoughtless day. She'll just leave him and go away, oh yes. Beware of young girls who come to the door Wistful and pale of twenty and four, delivering daisies with delicate hands. Beware of young girls, beware. So that was Dory Previn writing a song about which Mia Farrow. About Mia Farrow, because and this was when she was in an institution now at this point, or when she had gotten out. She had and, written the songs during her recuperation from a mental breakdown caused by the breakup of So her they have an affair. Mia Farrow becomes pregnant. Right. And that's but when she they are still her. married, though, at this point, Dory and Andre Previn are still married. Apparently. Right, so the divorce then so happens. The divorce happens. Okay. Now, they have the twins. They you have said, twins. Right? Now, how many, now, did she have any more children? or did she, How many did she have with them? She had Sasha and Matthew, that was the twins. And right. Sasha had autistic tendencies. And as a mother, you know, back in the day, right. autism, Very not much was known. I mean... She did everything and um, right. got him to make eye contact with her. But what I want to know is she had two All right, so she two had the adopted. two. Okay. Then she adopted Lark. Right. And then she had Fletcher. 
Okay. These are all with Andre Previn. So she had three with Andre Previn and four adopted children? Because they had seven total. Is that how that worked? Or was right. it so four? So there's Sasha and Matthew, the twins. Then they adopt Lark. Then they have Fletcher. Right. Then they adopt Daisy. Okay. And then they adopt Sunyi. Okay. So that's... And when they're breaking up, she adopts Moses. Okay. So she adopts, so they have like seven altogether. Yeah, so she has like seven kids. So four adopted, three with them. Three, natural, right. So now she adopts, how old is Soon Yi? Because she is our, not to get disregard the others, but she is what, 11? or found to be seven. They couldn't really tell her age. They had to do like um, x-rays and that kind of thing. Okay, so she was seven, Soon Yi, and... She still. And she adopted Sunyi as a single parent. No, no, I'm sorry. That was with Andre, but after the breakup, she decides to adopt Moses as a single parent. Okay, so they were together from seventy to seventy-nine. Andre Previn and, and Mia Farrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now when does Woody Allen come into the picture with with Mia? Um, when does that start? Because I know they're out to dinner. Play, right, okay, right. And right. she was a mother of seven. Right, okay. She was doing a play, and Michael Caine invited her to go to Elaine's one night for dinner, and she sees Woody Allen. And Woody Allen thanks her for a fan letter she wrote to him about Manhattan, which is the movie right. that Woody Allen is dating yeah, the 18 year old. I think she's only 17 she at that 17? point. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little creepy. Right. And and he's in his in, late 40s at that point. And, and, in the HBO special. Right. I of course, he's playing the main character. But in the special for Alan versus Alan V. Farrow, mm-hmm. uh, they'd actually go into how creepy he is to do that movie. But she wrote a fan letter saying she loved the movie. Yeah. Now, so what it, age was she when she wrote the fan letter? She was a married and, you know, I mean, divorced with the seven kids. At this I, point, you know, she's I, in, like, in her know. 30s or... Right, you know. I don't know at what, yeah, age she was when she met. Yeah, she's got to be, like, 35, 40 years old, because she was born in 1945. She divorces Andre Previn in 79. That came out in, like, 80 or something. So she's, like, so, 35, 36. So that, but that's how she... But, yeah, I mean, it's... The so movie, she had, the movie that in the documentary was so creepy. Right. I just found a little that that you would then write a fan letter to him saying how much you enjoyed the movie. Right. So now from that there's a New Year's Eve party or something that she gets an invite to to go with her sister mm-hmm. to meet Woody Allen at this one that it's like one of the top parties to go to in New York City. Mm-hmm. So now she goes to the party. He's with somebody else at the time. He doesn't. He has a like a date at that time, so it's not like he's just zeroing in on Mia Farrow. So what happens from that time now? Do they get? They start to date. Like his, um, he always has his secretary arrange the dates. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they start to date, and for a while, because he has no children, he doesn't have interest in children, but he does get to meet them one day, and he does say to her, they are very well behaved. And he does, you know, for someone, it must be hard mm-hmm. for anybody to date somebody with a child. But seven, that's a lot. Right. So they start dating. Mm-hmm. And it goes where he has her go over to the house with the kids, though. He 
doesn't he change like his house? He, he puts does, bunk beds yeah. in. He opens up the house to. Though he, puts he says, I don't. Shelves. He puts bunk beds. Um, he shows movies to the kids. Right. Um, now these two are start making movies together. Right. They make a ton of movies together. They right. Make Purple Rose of Cairo. The kids are in movies. Broadway. Danny Rose. He brings the children to the set. There seems to be like he doesn't sleep over, mm-hmm. but he is very open to the kids more than he thought he would be. Yeah. Like he would be because he never wanted children. Wasn't that his? Well, he what, never thought about it really. Right. He said his first wife. He said, if if she had said to him, I never want children, that wouldn't have been a deal breaker. If she had said to him, I want children, that wouldn't have been a deal breaker. That's right. what he said in his book. Because, of course, now I've read his book. Right. Of course. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so that was his opinion on kids, really. Not much interest because he didn't really. Right. He didn't know what it was to have them. And then when he has them, he doesn't want to lose the relationship maybe with Mia because... I think at one point in the documentary said she was great with my friends. She got along with everybody. Mia, it was always a good time when we'd go out. He never felt like uncomfortable. Her, his friends never felt uncomfortable with her. So it was a and good relationship. Have, and a, yeah, they had a, a good setup because he did like to live on his own. Right. And they now they lived across Central Park, right? Yeah, Wasn't that like he would? Other. Right. Right. Yeah. So at the relationship, it's going well. Uh, they she adopts more children. Then when does like Dylan and Ronan come into? So Ronan is supposedly his. That was another. That's uh, that's getting a little ahead. That's getting ahead. I don't mean to. But we will bring that up later. Or should you want? No, no, that's fine. Let's. uh, I didn't mean to rush. Let me think because this was really confusing. Um. I don't know whether she adopts. No. Okay. So, all right. We may be a little off on the A little the case, jumping but, around, but that's fine. Um, she does want to adopt again, and um, he expressed that if she wanted to do that, that would be fine with him. He didn't, uh, you know, don't count on him parent-wise. Right, right. You know, that, that she would be doing it on her own, and she adopts Dylan, and she gets a blonde-haired baby because he wanted a girl. You know, his preference would be a girl. Right, right. And he becomes enamored with Dylan. All right. And so she thinks that... Is it fair to say, like, Moses was also one of his favorite... No. According to her book, Moses just quietly gave up. She always felt sorry for Moses because she felt that Woody didn't really... But Moses was enamored yet, with Woody Allen. Yeah. But yet, like, even in scenes that we saw from the documentary, it did seem like he really was taken with Woody. Right. I mean, I, that's a little confusing because in the book she'll say that he didn't, you know, he, he was this with my children that. But at the same time, she's saying, you know, he is arranging bookshelves. He is doing the bunk right, beds. Right. He seems to be in the documentary with Moses, uh they seem to have a good... Did you find that with Moses or... You know? Like when he would show him like to do You Dirty Rat, like the uh, Edward G. Robinson uh, You Dirty yeah, Rat sure. thing or whatever. I thought they like... It looked like they had... In her book, I mean, and she's in the situation. She right. would I'm say... Sure for him to have the relationship with him that he does now, you know. 
You must have at least taken some time. I feel to do that, that he liked Moses. I mean, I think he. I think Moses was want... looking for a father figure. What they said in the documentary, right. he wanted somebody, and Woody kind of filled that void for him yeah. because it was a, a father figure. It was a guy that he could. It seemed like he kid around with. He liked to stay at his place. Never had any issues there. Didn't feel uncomfortable. Yeah, he enjoyed. I think Woody's company and and and. Because I know that Woody would go over every day and read the newspaper, the comics to them, right. and, and things like that. So there wasn't this, I'm worried about you being around my, which basically what the Alan B. Farrell is about. The worry with her is that when he did finally take notice of Dylan, right. he became obsessed with her. Right, him. right. And right. she felt she wanted to have another child for her like that she could have a child right tried to have another pregnancy right i think she was maybe around 44 or something i don't know when this maybe when she was 42 and again woody said all right like i'm not opposed to you having one but i can't say as a like he's very non-committal right as a father but he's she's feeling i think he's obsessed with dylan and i think she's feeling that having another child that would be theirs would maybe make him less obsessive with Dylan and he would have one of his own. Right, And right. he definitely wanted another girl. Right, I remember that in the documentary. And in his book he explains that he wanted a girl because he was very close with the female cousin. He's always been close with his sister. He's been surrounded by women and women's, you know. Right. So he feels more girl. Right, he can hang out with them he feels more comfortable with them and they're always in his movies they're pretty strong characters in his movies too like right. you can see that in some of his movies they're all pretty so you can see him maybe you know not in a creepy light one right. girl but alright so she's saying she's finding him a little obsessive so she has a satchel and right. um, satchel was a very hard baby as far as colic crying all the time so Woody would take Dylan away right now in the documentary he said if I can remember that he felt that she was obsessed with Satchel mm -hmm. I don't know if that was his book or the documentary or I, sure. I think that's when he talked over or they got a thing when they were read, read right. excerpts from his book and I think she was feeling the reason why she wanted to have the baby was you're obsessed with Dylan uh, you're, you're obsessed with Dylan so much that you can help me with Satchel, but she apparently was so close with Satchel that he felt In that Dylan was telling, being left out. Right. He's saying they did everything to try to have a baby, like to the point of like standing on your head, you know, trying right. to have this right. baby. And he said from the moment that she became pregnant, she didn't need him anymore. Right. That's his telling. So she was basically like he had done his job and she was basically ushering him out right in a way closing him off and but he wanted to adopt Moses and Dylan and the strange thing in his book is he's saying they had satchel he was there for the delivery and he had no idea that he wasn't on the birth certificate in her book she says that the doctor came, you know, you know, they give you all these papers and right, she signed them right. and everything. And the next day the doctor came in like very awkward and said, uh, we can't list Woody as the father uh, because you're not married. 
and that would oh, okay. require more paperwork. I have looked that up, and if you're not married, most hospitals will just take your name, but some ask for an authorization of paternity, okay. which I think is not a hard thing to do, but maybe that's what they asked her for. And she said, I was waiting for the right moment to find him in the right mood so, to give him that, blah, blah, blah. But he's saying, didn't know anything about it. He wasn't right. on there. Well, I think it's fair to say if you listen to her side yeah. and you listen to his side, there's two totally, totally. different uh, sides of the whole thing. Right. I mean, she's, because that HBO documentary is it's very, totally very her. much, or to, you know, I mean, me, which dealing. is fair. Which it's is her fair. side and she's talking about, which we're going to get into shortly. But when does the, and I don't, I want to jump ahead just a little bit. When does the, with, with the whole Soon Yi thing start to, uh, because she was always told by Mia to Woody that, oh, she's got like this learning disability, she's a little slow, she has no friends and everything like that. So she kind of forced, not forced, but she said, hey. She put them together. Take her to a, right. the right. games tickets. Right, and right. She, and she felt that they didn't get along. And Sunyi did not like him. Now, Sunyi's own words said she didn't like him because she didn't like Mia. And so she didn't like him because she thought he was a patsy to her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, anyways, one, the, yeah, he takes her to the Nick games. Now, that was when she's, like... Now, again, you've got variations because in Woody's book, she's 19. Right. In hers, she's saying when Sunyi was in high school, I think, she started dressing differently more provocatively and uh -huh. she had an older friend or it may have been just after high school she got a job she said she had an older girlfriend right. and she was dressing very sexily and this was like two years before the whole thing breaks before, or the, before the whole thing breaks with, with which we're going to get right into. so you're hearing her side his side there's always like the 17 year old age or the 19 year old age right or you know but when you listen to or some of the articles about Sun Yi mm -hmm. she felt that Mia was very, like, she was the maid for the family. She was the one that was going to do everything for them, clean up that you're just... And Moses, too. And, and Moses, Moses, too. Blog. Right. So you've got two of her children. Moses right. documents some... Now, in the beginning, though, when in Moses is like 14 or 15, he writes a, a letter to her to thank her when he graduates... No, so the, that was, I think, later in life. She showed that at the okay. documentary, right? He was married... And oh, he and he, her a okay, card or something. right, and yeah. thanks her for being this great mother. But what last year or the year before? And I think twenty eighteen. So Moses writes this blog blog about His really mistreatment. what he felt was yeah. mistreatment, and also what Sunyi was going through at this point, or what she had gone through well, growing up. That well, she also does Vanity Fair. Right, she corroborates his. His story about his story. A, 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 but which he felt was not physical but more mental abuse. In his case, in his blog, though, he does mention some physical abuse. He from, also from, mentions the three children that have passed. That, right. Um, that she commented. That you say she commented on today, Mia Farrell. Because Moses' blog, I never knew this, that uh, one child died uh, of. Age? She said a heart condition. Uh, right, right. Moses says it wasn't an accidental overdose. Right. Um, that she was suicidal and that Mia just said she's moody. 
Right, okay. Right, so he says that, and then he says, uh, now I had the names, was it the one that died of AIDS? No, that um, In Woody Allen's book and in Moses' blog, they say she died penniless. Right, she was in her 30s. On she had Christmas a, Day. Right, she was found dead on Christmas Day or brought in the hospital yeah, on Christmas Day. pneumonia, which was caused by AIDS. Right, right. Um, and then the other son was it Thaddeus. Shot himself like shot himself. two blocks away from her, and, which yeah. are all tragic things. And we're not blaming, right. we you know, we don't know all I the details. I didn't even know about those until Moses Moses' blog. Yeah, that it was ironic. I mean, that he killed himself 10 miles away from their house, and it was after a fight that they had had. Well, according to Moses' According to block. Moses. From what Mia says on her three kids who passed, one's name was Tam. That was a daughter. She was That's 17 it. who died from an accidental prescription overdose related to the migraine she suffered and a heart ailment. She also had another daughter, Lark, who had died at the age of 35 from complications of HIV uh, and AIDS, when uh, which she contracted from a previous partner, and then the other, her son Thaddeus passed away at 29, when he said that they were expecting. Uh, he was in a happy relationship, living with his partner. They were expecting a wedding, but then when the relationship ended abruptly, he took his own life. Those are the three right. Children. So she's got very different right. She's got as opposed answers. to what Moses. Did. Now, when Moses did this blog, Moses is now in his middle 40s I he's in his 40s yeah, like 42 42 or, or 43 so he stayed silent for a long beginning, time he went he he was team mia he was team mia and right. he wrote letter to the judge right right yeah and all and all these facts so everybody the the, the kids didn't want to be around woody when the sunyi thing breaks or mo from you get from me so, so. all right you got the build-up before Sunyi that all right so now she's had satchel right okay and satchel satchel was a difficult birth she lost a lot of blood he's colicky she's very weak so she's saying that that's when woody takes dylan takes total control of dylan, dylan. now satchel is now changed you know later in life he changed his name to ronan, ronan. so that's he is ronan right Okay, so she is saying in her book that Dylan was um, running away from him, saying, mm -hmm. hide me, hide me. Right. Um, she's saying Woody would bring her into bed and wrap himself like a python around her uh -huh. when he had only his underwear on. He put his hands under her sheet covers. Um, he put her face in, in her lap. This is all Mia sees all this. Right. There's constant caressing. He hunts her down. He has her suck his thumb. She's seeing all this. Right. And she said one of her children was seeing a psychologist who witnessed only one brief greeting between Woody and Dylan mm -hmm. and said this was inappropriately intense. So, so she gets Woody to go to that therapist and... Um, and she had said to the therapist when she said that's way too intense, she said that's nothing compared to the years of this strangeness. So the therapist now works with Woody about his obsessively, all these issues that right. are coming up. But this is... So basically he goes from 
I don't want to be around kids. I'm not to, really a father. To the point of he's smothering this child with, with his idea of affection is maybe. Like, right. this is what I do or this is what you wore the, the, the... And his, of course, answer in the book is that, you know, he finally, you know, like, he was experiencing fatherhood. He embraced fatherhood to he the went, nth degree, though. He, he may have crossed over the line because he didn't know what the line was or whatever. Supposedly. Supposedly. Right. So At the, this point, though, who lives with Woody and Mia? Because they live so separately. It, but this, so Woody takes Dylan with him. He, yeah, because they have this uh, summer house in Connecticut, Frog Hollow, and that's where, I guess, most of this seems to happen. Because never in their relationship did they ever stay overnight in the city. Like she always slept in her own place in the city. He slept in right. his. He would come, say, on weekends to this Frog Hollow, and then he would always be there in the morning, right? And he would always, they, like, from what you got from the documentary, in the city, he would bring over the papers, bring over, like, breakfast, whatever, sit with the kids on his lap with Ronan, too, and Dylan, Yeah. and they look at the, as, you know, yeah. the funny papers. You know, you'd right. see all the, the comics, and he'd read the comics to them, and, like, even in different voices or whatever. Right. So that seems so, and pretty normal. To even show part of his love for Dylan, she loved um, The Wizard of Oz. And he had his production company make up the special shoes for that Dorothy wore in the, the Wizard of Oz and had it for her on her bed the next day. She, When they were in Europe, he she left a doll and he got a, a first class ticket to put the doll on to, that she could have the doll that she you loved so much. Part, right? So she mm -hmm. was pretty much the apple of, of his eye. Mm -hmm. And it went on for, until all this but broke. After you find out that it's weird, you know, a therapist tells you. Right, that's you still, my, you that's a lot of stuff she or, has. Yes. That's and a lot if you of witnessed it. it yourself, you know. Yeah, this and that's a lot of focus on just one kid, Dylan. Yeah. When she has like, at this point, because you just said Ronan was just born, so at this point Ronan makes eight. I guess his na his name originally was Satchel, but right. she adopted. She had three, adopted four to make seven, then had a fourth to make Ronan. So at no, this Dylan. Right? Dylan. Oh no! No. I okay. All right. Yeah. So then she has Ronan. It's confusing. She adopts Dylan, has Ronan. So she's got a lot. Let's put it. She, she ends up with fourteen. Of, she ends up with fourteen children. She's a, that's she's got a little she, full of kids. She definitely she ends up with fourteen. But at this point, with Ronan, was he then the, the eighth or the ninth, ninth child? I think he's the ninth. Okay, so I'm, I thought Dylan was older. And some of them have special needs, which it's hard with one kid with special needs. So you've right. got yes. a couple of them with special needs. How much care is going into... And according to Suni in Vanity Fair, she said she did a lot of the taking care of the special needs as, as I her other... I believe all the kids and what they say. And I don't, don't really believe anything but that then you've got Mia says or Woody says. But okay, I believe I Dylan. Believe. I mean, I believe that Dylan yeah, had a I terrible believe all something the kids and what they said right. happened to her. But. Um... Right, I don't think the, the Dylan thing was... But then, can you believe... See, like, you have to believe Moses, too. That's why I believe yeah. all the kids, and I believe right. their experience. I mean, you have some of and the they're old... they're all different ages, so, I you know, know, what they actually saw and what, you know, what happened, you don't really and how it took place, you don't really know. For each of them, it's a different experience. It is a different so experience. So I believe all right. the kids and everything they say. But yet, the kids don't believe Moses. 
and they don't believe Soon Yi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, get... it's in that line of like kids, and Soon Yi was like adopted, like to make it seven kids. Then they adopt Dylan to make it eight. Then she has Ronan to make, to make it, it nine. nine. So like Moses is five. older than all three of them, right? Like, yeah, Moses at this point Moses is older than Dylan and is Rowan. Older yes. than so, like, would yes. he even be at that point living with them? Yes, he's oh. still a kid. He's still in, like, 15 or at this okay. point. Yeah, I, I, don't, don't I don't know any of their ages. So yeah, right. I believe, you know, he's, like, maybe 14 or something. Okay. Somewhere so in he that was area. still, like, seeing... It's not like one of the kids was, like, you know, 20 or 30 <laughs> living away, and he's like, oh, this... But they were all, like, in the house at the same time, basically. Right. Right. So after she has experiences are going to be 100%. Now, okay, with all this going on. Right, right. And she's got Woody into therapy. Right. She then goes to Vietnam to to adopt two more children. So that would bring it then to 10. That would bring it to 10. Because Rona, yeah. And she leaves Woody because Woody doesn't want Dylan to be taken out of school. Right. Dylan is six years old. Right. So she leaves and goes with her friend from the documentary. Right. She takes a satchel, I think, and her friend's kid. And they go for 11 days to Vietnam. And so, but she feels comfortable because Dylan is with Lark and Sasha and Fletcher and Daisy and Soon-Yi. Right. And Woody promised not to let things get okay. too much. But that's um, some yeah. situation to bring... Right, you're bringing more, more kids in. Special needs kids. Yeah. In. Now, maybe I missed it, but when she, when Woody went to the therapist, mm-hmm. the therapist says to him, or, or to both of them, that it's not a sexual behavior, that but it's... according to... But it's a totally... But it's somewhat a little bit inappropriate here. You've got to scale it back. But your, it's not sexual. But it's not a sexual thing. It may be too much of affection. But what she's seeing... But to her, she feels like it's awkward because you wouldn't have him go if you didn't feel that there was something to put in your own mind so after you get that you're not getting like oh no 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 you're totally mistaken you're kind of getting you may have to watch it a little bit you may have to monitor the situation of what's going on here because it's not over the line sexual predator but it's a little strange it has the potential if we don't nip it in the bud at this point but that's not pretty Pretty right. bad. If, now, see, if your daughter is saying, hide me, hide me, right. um, you're I, seeing him wrap himself right. around her. See, this is where I like. I want to just go to, to, to a parent point for a second. Like, you know, if you think that, if you have that in your mind, I don't know how I could like, well, maybe I can continue the relationship, but I, I'd have to really have that sit down and go, look, it's either got to be you have to like, pull back what you're doing here or we can't see each other anymore because I don't feel comfortable with, you know, hearing from one psychiatrist just noticing on this one look. on one look and then going to see a second one that you agreed to go to and then there's this, it's close, but I'm not going to call it, you know, I'm not, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And do you think doubt. it's a great time to go for 11 right, days? Right, to adopt two more. Now, to I know it's and wonderful that you want to adopt, yeah. I get it, but until... To me, as a parent, I want to solve one issue. You got that one glaring issue that right? been you, there like, for six years. Yeah, gonna, that's a big issue. Like, I'm here for my kids, and you know, you've got enough of them, sure. But how many of them did you pay any attention to? If this was going, if this on, was going and on, you left them right. 
not even in proper care, you know, with tutors and whatnot. So if you leave your kids with someone that you don't trust them with, and then something happens... I know, because you've got enough red flags here to not feel comfortable to leave Woody alone right. That's what I'm saying. for I don't 11 like days. Neither of them. Neither yeah. of them. No, I, I wouldn't let either one of them watch my kids. There, there's yeah. no question. I wouldn't let Woody or me watch any of my children. And Definitely not Woody. Right, if you have that. Because if this is really, if a, if a therapist, a psychotherapist, or a psychologist sees it and says this Let's is put it, weird. a professional would say, maybe you got to just. Okay, so all this is going on. Right, right. And all these kids are in therapy for, I don't, I don't know. But uh, apparently Satchel has a therapy session at Woody Allen's place. And she, Mia, is waiting for Satchel and... The therapy runs longer, so she wanders into the room that she never really goes into in his house, and right there on the fireplace are what she says pornographic pictures of Sunyi. No, she said that in the HBO special or in her book? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Explicit. Explicit. Not she like, says not Playboy. Not Playboy, but more Hustler. Hustler. Images. Okay, so now... You've already had this issue that you're working on with Dylan. Right. This now happens in January. Eight months later, you're still like, I mean, obviously you're going through hell. Correct. But on August, what, 4th was August it? 4th, right. Woody was. comes, and on August 6th in her book, they were going to sign these papers that he has to have uh, supervised visitation. I would have thought you'd start working on that back in January. Yeah. Correct. Like Correct. Absolutely. According to the documentary, she sees those pornographic pictures and she shows them to Woody's psychiatrist who says, I'm not um, here to make moral judgments. I can't make moral judgments. So you see those pictures when you got what's going on in your house. Yeah. You go to the police or something. You know I mean, I was around your kids. Or you now you know, ding, ding, ding. And I don't want to put you on the spot, but she at when this came out with when she found the pictures, she was working on a movie with Woody Allen at yes. that time. And, and she there, was still working. And there on were him. two yeah. weeks to go in the in the movie, but she stayed working on the film. When in the documentary. She said that Woody would say to her, you can easily be replaced in any movie. She felt intimidated by Woody Allen at a lot of times. That Woody, she, I think two weeks in the relationship or a month in it, she told him she loved him. She was head according over heels. According to his book. According to his book. That, that she, she was head over heels him. and she wanted to marry him. She's still working on a film. See, now, if I'm having, um, seeing these pictures and my daughter is in hustler form here, and I'm working on a picture with him. I don't know if I could have... St- now, I don't know you're a professional, whatever you want to call it. But I don't know how you could finish the movie if he always told you, you can be replaced at any time. Mm-hmm. But what would I care about that at this point when I've got pictures of my 18, 17-year-old daughter in your possession and they're not, you know, she's not just posing in a, in a teddy. She's got nothing, to your imagination, she's got nothing on here. You're going to work with this man. Mm-hmm. You're going to stay with this guy. When now you know that he's taking pictures of one daughter and you think he's being really inappropriate with a very young girl. Yeah. 
there has to be a point where you have to say... Well, see, now this is where he, in his book... Right. You know, obviously, he he doesn't say that he's in therapy for this. He says that Dylan was in therapy for not being able to... This is She to, couldn't deal with fantasy and reality, right? Fantasy and reality. Right, so she right. was seeing a therapist because of that, because she had an issue with dealing with fantasy reality. Right, right, right. Um, He's saying none of this, like, he was unaware of any of this. Right. And He's I, saying, like, he wasn't in Now, he knew he took the pictures, though. That He can't deny no, the pictures he's being he's saying Suni and him met, like, when she... Not met. They had known each other, but peripherally. Like, he was right. never a father figure to her. When he was he's over... He was never it, a father figure to any of them, really. Sensible. Well, except in his eyes and for Dylan. But, well, Moses, he felt... Dylan Moses and Satchel. right. All right, that was like the who was other the ones. who was Mia Farrow married to before that had the kid with uh, Dave, Dave Andre Dave. Andre oh, Previn. Yeah, so like what Woody's defense was like he never saw Suni that like Andre Previn raised her. He met her when she was like older. Like I 17. believe she was like already. She wasn't around really when he was there, and if she was. He said she was very aloof. He never really had She'd always a be reading a book or she wasn't around so the whole far, family. Yeah, like, like so they, she was older. She was yeah. like say seventeen or something. And, going into and he his does defense. remember he does talk about and and Moses has said like she's really bad with taking them to doctors and this mm-hmm. kind of thing. So when she was in high school, what she broke her foot playing a sport. Right, something happened, and yes. Mia yes. wouldn't take her to the doctor. She had to take a bus. No, this is according to Woody. This is according to him. And according to Woody or according to Actually, Moses? Actually, according to Sun Yi, she had to go to the doc, but she had to take, her mother wouldn't take her. She right. had to go. Our, her foot was broken, but Mia wouldn't allow x-rays because they were too expensive. But the doctor insisted and he called Mia and she got the x-rays. But anyway, in Woody's book, he saw her limping around and he took her he to took a doctor. Right. But... As far as being a father, no. And then he took her to a game at Mia's insistence. Right. And he said to her, I know you can't stand me. And she was like, yeah, I don't like you. And they got to know each other by, she's like, I don't like the way, you know, Mia, Mia pushes is. you around. Or she pushes she you is. around. I don't, I don't like you for being a sap. Right. And then they, and this is when she's 19, you know, she's over legal age. Right. right, so now you got two opposing stories. Woody's not saying in his book that, yes, I've been in therapy for being inappropriate. None of this is even like... Right. None of this happened. It's not on his radar at this point. No. So like and, on Mia's account, he's in therapy for being weird with Dylan. Yeah. But on his account, Dylan's in therapy for not being able to separate reality with fantasy. Right. Yeah. Right. So it definitely seems like he's doing a... Like, try to play the victim to be, you know, even make it seem like it's their fault almost. Now, and back around to this also, quickly, Mia said that he was very, he basically ran New York City, she was saying at one point, where because he brought so much money into making films that when they, which we'll get into when she did go to uh, have people, uh, you know, talk to Dylan about things that, happen later on which we'll get to and whatever that Woody could stop everything because he brought so much money into New York City um, his movie making that they overlooked the thing because he was so much more powerful and he had the lawyers that she didn't have 
she had he had all the judges and or so forth like basically what she's saying and that she can yeah. manipulate the law i could see all that but she still didn't have to work she still was mia farrow to some respect right someone would have worked with her at that time she was a big star it wasn't like she was a nobody in his film right when this was going on she was mia farrow if she yeah. left that movie, it would have been a big deal. That I find really yeah. hard. Yeah. Right. That, okay, her side is he's been being very weird with Dylan for six years. Right. And since birth. I mean, since... Uh, since inception. Yeah. Yeah, since they adopted. Since they adopted, the he's adopter. just been right. overwhelmingly weird. And right. she stays with him. Right. And then uh, now she finds the other door. She finds these pictures... That's in January. She finishes a movie with him. He still comes over to Frog Hollow. Right. Sleeps right, over. Right. They go out to dinner. Yes. Um. That's just odd. And on the day, August 4th. Right. She said she felt comfortable because she had the French tutor there. Right. She had her Doesn't friend's babysitter. And she had her kids. babysitter. And right. she left. So you leave. Yeah. She That's left to go shopping. She left that to day. go shopping. Right. If you really feel those red flags, why didn't you? Why would you leave the house at that point to go shopping? That's I don't understand that. If you were going to be two days later saying, "I want to have supervised visits with Woody and, and whenever Dylan's around," and I'm talking as a parent, there's no way. If I'm dating a woman and I think she might have touched my son, or if I'm dating a, a you know whatever you know vice versa, I'm not leaving you anywhere near my kid so because just... I don't trust you. And if the trust is gone from a relationship, it was different and that hadn't happened. Everything then you could say okay, but this happened. You know what I mean? De- dealing with the psychiatrist because if you feel even if a psychiatrist wasn't telling me, I'd be you like you know what know I don't stuff. feel right about this. Why leave the house? Why not just say, I'll go shopping when Woody leaves with my friend. And because the rest of the older kids left because they didn't want to be around Woody. So it was supposedly like Moses was there. I think Soon Yi was there, right? This was still before there. No, Soon Yi was I'm sorry, this wasn't Soon Yi. Mo- Moses right. was there. And according to his blog, he was told, you don't leave, leave them, them alone. alone. And he said, and I'm not going to trust. left him alone that whole day. Right. And that's I'm not going to trust, no offense to the French tutor or to the other woman's yeah, nanny or to my nanny. You know what I mean? That's putting a lot of pressure on them to watch your children at this point. Now, you can't stand to be around Woody, but you're making movies with him. You can't stand to be around Woody, but he has to be there because of the children. Because he ends up adopting, right? Just uh, before the Sunni thing. Just right. before he adopted the three, so, you, so you allow this guy to adopt... He's part of like their life forever now because he's their, the adopted father. There's no way in in the world that if I even have a thought of it that I'm going to leave but somebody. See, that's where okay, coming into this documentary, right? I read her book when this happened, right. and I have not been able to stomach even seeing the man. Right. I mean, you got me to watch Match Point because he's not in the movie, right? And I just can't, I can't stand him. But the next day, I'm just like, I'm so upset. We could we didn't watch Woody Allen movies for years. That I wanted to look up this Moses, right? Because he was in the document documentary, right? And I wanted to see how's this guy doing. And then I read his blog, 
Right. Which totally, totally threw me. Right. Um, it was totally his, you know, like a total different view of something. Right. And and can you doubt a boy who was 12, 13, 14, their memory now? When right. he's talking, he was saying that Mia forced him to write the letter to the judge right. that called Woody Allen a monster. Right. And he tried to take it back. And she, like, she was abusive to him in his blog. In his blog. Okay. So, and then the documentary quotes directly from Woody's book. So now I got to read the book. Right. And now, if from his side, nothing's happening with Dylan. She's right. in therapy because she can't distinguish reality right. from fantasy. Uh, it, You know what I mean? I know all these kids have been abused in some way. I mean, there's something terrible, like Sunni. They could all, like Woody could be in jail for mental and fi and sexual abuse, and Mia could be in jail for negligent, like, and yeah. for just criminal negligence. In some ways, like, if you go yeah. by what Moses said, that the Moses way she treated says, him mentally, like, there were some issues that they had in the house where... She could be the abusive. Tape measure, the right. tape measure, she couldn't find the kids, it. Though for negligent, like all, like the Woody could be. I mean, she, Mia could be in jail for negligence, like criminal negligence, with letting Woody be alone with the children, and Woody should be in jail for. Well, being I think alone legally with the she, ha they, he had a right to see them. He said, but I know what you're saying because it may not be criminal, but it's just bad judgment. No, Don't I mean, leave like him the, alone. The six, yeah, you said six years. She was thinking that he was inappropriate with Dylan. Like, had she yeah. had brought him up, like, See, but in the light of the other things that I'm reading or whatever, I'm saying for six years she felt this sick about it. Yeah, and that she well, left she... that day. I mean, and then all right, this you're sick about what's happening with your six-year-old daughter, right? Okay. If that's her side, right. like from the get-go, not to mention what's going on with was wildly inappropriate, right? With Dylan, now, boom, you got the other daughter, Sunyi. Sunyi. Now I would just be, you're out. I would say lock this guy up, like he is. And I, but the fact that that's January, we already go to we're going August. to August fourth, right? When the the episode apparently happened with Dylan, right? You would never the, let this girl alone with no, him. No, there's no you way you're going to do it. No, not especially and I, I when understand she's, she's trying to get her a body would switch everything. in. She would get like cocoon like when she he would, would come like there. She dog. would be scared she, that Woody was coming. I don't want to be around Woody. I'd have to and say. And then you get like his perspective that he didn't. None of that was going on. Right. But when the Sunyi thing happened, she told Woody's sister, I'll make him pay. He'll lose, like, I lost a daughter and he'll lose a daughter. Right. And right. then the whole abuse thing starts. Then the abuse thing starts. Now, and I'm not so, doubting that this didn't happen with Dylan. We're not, you know, disregarding her. She's six or seven years old at the time and these things went on. They made tapes that, you know, he that, said they were doctored. Right. Woody Allen says they were doctored. That, where or was whatever. it, Yale? That they went to Yale, Yale New Haven Hospital. came up with that she was coached. She they could have been coached. She could have been coached. And they, uh, they felt that there was no, like, abuse at this point. And then all their records are destroyed, though, which is a weird thing, too. Yeah, Why you don't save records. your records of this but going Woody on? Woody Allen says that's 
theirs and the FBI's standard procedure. That right, because they, they had the, even the FBI at this point uh, said that. And that then this the guy, happen. the investigation in New York. Right into we, it. We find that the guy got fired. Right. For being biased and rude. Right. And then sued and got his job back. And he got his job back. And some people quit in New York City. I don't know. It's, it's It's what is, okay, what is everybody's responsibility hearing this story who's an actor? Uh, like Colin Firth, I'll never work with him again. Right. They're just doing that. With but see, I don't need, like, I agree with you 100%. I don't need, like, Kate Winslet, Colin Firth, this Timothy Chalet that just did this movie with, you know, and all they these people. They donate their money. They're donating their money. Now, this happened in, in the 90s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You made these movies with years. Woody Allen far after this went out there. So it's not like this happened. At, like, you're Kate Winslet. You're Colin Firth. You've already made the movie with him. And now you're saying you would never work with him again. The guy's 85. He can't even get a movie made in to, to be shown in America anymore. So it's not like you're getting on the moral high ground and saying... I will never work with Woody Allen again. Well, guess what? He's 85 and he's got, what, how many years left? You know, not, he would could have... Would you work for him? Like, say, Woody? No. You wouldn't work for him. You just no. wouldn't. Right. I believe Dylan... Yeah, well, the I, fact that he's with I, soon, yeah, you couldn't... can definitely tell. You know that some of the story is true. Oh, he's oh that part? No, absolutely. Absolutely. no but no, all, but I mean, like, the fact that even but that's together, true... For how long now? Twenty years? Yeah, more, exactly. more, more than twenty. To groom Moses to be but couldn't Sunni have left him at? Right, and they any adopted point. two but children. That's like the that's like the abuser's thing. She's like under his like you know, he's living out the fantasies of that movie that he made, whatever Manhattan yeah, or yeah, whatever. Right. So either but way, then it's twenty-one Kenneth or Mia not. Farrow said, oh, if at nineteen she's with a fifty-year-old. Mia Farrow was at yeah, the same age. Saying. She was They're thirty years. Shit. You know, it shouldn't be that. It, and it, it, you read that song. I mean, she really tore that woman's I'm sure family apart. And, and look, <laughs> by doing that, the, the thing that would what bother Sue you, he did to her years later. Like if Mia Farrow just saw it, or let's say you're an actress and you find out, oh, Woody Allen is dating somebody that's he's thirty years older than the girl he's dating. Well, Mia Farrow would say, well. I was with Frank, and he was. I was twenty-one. He was fifty-one. There's thirty-year gap, and I was married to him, and whatever. The fact that it's her daughter yes. is really the, the hard thing to deal yes. with here. If it was just, oh, that Woody Allen is dating this young twenty-one-year-old, and course. I was fifty. Frank no, so was fifty. I was thirty. How old was Sunni when she was adopted by Mia Farrow? Seven. And Woody was like around at least when she was fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's already that's when it gets to be a problem, right? But right. What is it? But if you go by that, you know, she wasn't one of the children that that he, he like lived with. Like or whatever, he didn't have no, her come over and watch the no, movies. No, and that the thing was just is, the younger kids that watched them. The, the thing was, he never go by what Woody Allen says, and even Mia Farrow, he had she was very uh, sheltered, Sunyi, and she thought, well, you know, you got Nick's tickets, take her to a game. Get to know her. Maybe she'll open up. It didn't happen like overnight, but over time, the relationship started to yeah, turn a different him. way. Yeah, I was gonna say it was grooming her. Right, he groomed someone. He yes. could look, and I'm not yeah, saying that's I, right. Trust you know, me, they, that's a rough one. But they are still together, and they have two kids. But they stay together, and they they try to work it in some way, and then boom, it obviously it all the wheels come off because now. They get together, Woody and Soon Yi, and they can't be seen. You know, she doesn't want to be around me anymore. Now, I know what you're saying, but 
Can you, would you, at, at that point, you think that for 30 years that she could be under the spell of, of Woody Allen, Soon Yi, or she could have just said, if I leave you at any time, I've got all of Mia's story, everything that Dylan said, you would be destroyed. She could destroy. Destroy she could destroy. She has more of the power, I think, than Woody does. Yeah, and, and, she'd have and she also say, adopted two chill, two girls in, that in their never had an issue that he's with. never had an issue and she's never yeah. had to worry about. And now, I'm not saying well, this, this if is she really comes t- to light though and says that he does, oh. is weird with the two kids, then it proves all the other stuff. Well, which I course. know that she didn't, but, but it's like, but why would she then? In that sense, when she's already. She can't recognize because the abuse of the be problem because she's in it. Yeah, that's true. That's, no, no, and I'm not. I'm just like like Woody and Mia are both terrible people, and Mia maybe should have been a more of a watchful eye if she believed for six years about the Dylan thing. But like, there's no way where Woody, even in the shadow of a doubt, looks like a good person. Like the fact that Sunny hasn't come out and said anything does not mean that he totally didn't abuse her and think that like make her believe that what their relationship is good. Because if if you're taking her out at 14 to a Knicks game because you're trying no, to get she her wasn't out, 14 or like what well, the time a little when, bit older when she's trying, but that I mean that's before like the relationship when she, when Mia still has her as this little sheltered kid and he's trying to get her out of her shell. You already see her as that, so the fact that you're later on with her is already it's ex- weird. So oh, yeah. that's why I mean like but that's why she couldn't necessarily recognize it as an abusive relationship because she no. may not see it as all that, all the but, points but are what relative. What would you say to Moses then? Again, they saw different things. So, you know, you hear a story from your dad, you hear it from your mom. But do you think that, is there any way that this was planted in Dylan's head? That she's she's been, um, you know, if anything, I could believe that there's planted in Moses' head that Woody's just like, you know, your mother's crazy. I don't think that, like,. It's there, a terrible, no terrible way. story. Like, I mean, like you even said, you see, he made the movie Manhattan before any of this happened. This is already in his mind that he's going to get some little girl and run away with her forever. So, like, you could see that the, he was making but it I out before it, it happened. But I find it hypocritical to put in your documentary how creepy Manhattan is when you, as an actress, wrote him a fan letter for that very movie. Mm-hmm. Right. For Manhattan. Look, that's, that's also why me and Daddy like. loved him. You know, that's when right. we were dating. We saw all his movies, and we saw Manhattan. We were like, that was even we watched it. Was nineteen eighty? We're like, geez, that's weird. He's crazy. like, she's not even. She's just graduating high school. She's seventeen. He's like, yes. forty, almost fifty, and this is going on. And you're like, it's yeah. like a very. And then he's saying, you know, half the movie, leave me. When she does leave him, why were you going to leave me? So I get what you're saying, even with the Sunni thing. Yeah, yeah, she so he, she could have been fantasy. dragged in and 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 the fantasy and the whole bit. Grooming, like I said, Moses too. You know? Yeah, Being like a, I, just because he didn't abuse him, that even goes to it. He was because Moses so. would now be proud to have Alan as his last. And and yeah. Moses, if I'm not mistaken, is like a psychiatrist or psychologist, yeah, he and he is. he he deals like with, said, with things like this. I believe all the kids and their experience. Yeah, see, that's they, they saw the parents. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't want to tell anyone like, that they're a liar because that's their truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't doubt Dylan at all. I don't doubt Ronan Farrow when he says that you know Mia Farrow was a great mom. Yeah, but I don't right. doubt. But then on the other hand, if I'm giving them, if I believe them. Why am I going to discard because Moses is going against what he's though them what he said in a blog a couple of years ago? Every, like you said, everybody has different maybe things the way they they viewed it or saw it at a certain point. But 
I can't discount this kid Moses either. You know what I mean? And he didn't have to do the... Blo- I mean, they were asked, I think, to be in the documentary, Moses and Sunni. They both said no. But the I can get it. all in the tough spot because they all have to either come out with their truth or stay silent about it. So it's hard. They are true, you know, but that also then, like you said, them not being in the documentary. That, uh, if you're going to make the blog post, if you're going to do all of that and you don't want to be in the documentary... Well, why would you? But the documentary is a mute, you know, it favors... Why well, would Sunni do- It's or Mia versus Pharaoh. I mean, but that's Mia, that's Farrah versus I got you. yeah. yeah no, but I mean, at that point, um, then you you know you say then that that that's your time to tell the truth or whatever. So I I can't really I'm not I get what you're saying. How could you believe Ronan if you don't believe Moses? But my thing is then then do it and say your truth. Then bring out the documentary. If you if only Moses and Sun Yi didn't want to be in it, and the documentary happens to make him look like a bad guy, then maybe he is a bad guy. And maybe they oh. didn't know, you know, maybe they just... They're we're not saying spell. that Woody but Allen's see, coming right, off on stage. Where does that put us as, or, or as audiences? Can we watch a Woody Allen movie? Um, where does that put actors and actresses? Should they not, nobody be Look, in them? Because at the end of the day, we still don't know. We still don't know. The fact, well, the thing is, the movies like that Woody Allen's already made are already out there. We've seen them a hundred times. I've seen Annie Hall. I must have seen it a hundred times. I've seen Purple Rose of Cairo, Broadway Danny Rose. They're out there. They're going to be seen. They should be seen because they're good films. But do I have to? I mean, there could be an actor in there that does abuse. Th- I mean, are we never going to watch a Johnny Depp movie now too because Johnny Depp with the wife beating issues? Are we going to take Pirates of the Caribbean and everything he's ever done off? I mean, it's the actor... Versus but this, the role they're this playing. Abuse is no, no, I'm not saying it, but all this, abuse is this, bad right. too. Like if he's, you know, allegedly hit Amber Heard and, and did damage to her, and, and that's not but good Amber's either for Johnny. An Depp. Adult. But right, she's an adult, but she didn't want to get hit or whatever. Like she Dylan didn't ask to get it. And Dylan's a child. So. But I'm just saying, do we not watch? There's a lot of people out there that aren't great people. Like, look at, I mean, just watching today, they have three Lethal Weapon movies on. Now, how is Mel Gibson perceived in, in America and by every... He's the he's butt of every joke. And he's still getting work, and he's still... But his movies are still on. They haven't taken them off. You know what I mean? Even Turner Classic is now... Before certain movies, they're like, well, this is not the way women should be treated in the 40s. They wouldn't be treated this way now. And they put these disclaimers in front of But you're still going to watch the movie. You know what I mean? You can like the movie, but not like the person that made well, the film. Well, I used to be like mad when Alec Baldwin would be on Howard, and he wouldn't ask him. And he finally did ask right. Alec, and Alec said, there are two sides to this. Right. And I couldn't see how there'd be two sides to this, but now I'm hearing there are two sides. Now, say, like... It's our friend. Sure, but the our two very different bullshit. Yeah. That's the only Well, what if you had a friend? Neither looks good from either side. No, no, no. they don't. Which you're I absolutely feel like right. That's a bigger point that you're making, too. From what which... if you're, you're, like, say, our friend Ricky? Right. And him and Donna got into a. And, and, a row. <laughs> or, you know, this was happening with them. Right. We've known Ricky since forever. Would we give him the benefit of our doubt? Because he's. This is our friend, and. Right. You know, like... It's a very difficult thing. That's you know, what definitely gets This idea that it's got to be a certain person, but it, that's, that's bullshit. Any, anybody can do. See, and I don't that's buy... Right. Like, the thing that gets me, too, is, like, Woody, Woody Allen had this much power over Mia Farrow that she was so afraid of... 
I don't like. I don't get that part of it. She's still a very popular. She's known, all that's right. She's not Woody it, Allen that's popular. What I'm that's it what. That's what. A lot. If she did leave the movie, it yeah. would have made a powerful. See, that's where you could have made exactly. She came out and then Melissa. said, "You know what? Like, he's a sick person. I don't." It would have been a story, and then people would have been like, "Oh, whoa, we're gonna side with Mia or Woody." She didn't do that. She kept working with him. I'm not. I again. I think they're bullshit. They're both to blame. And right. that right there is like, how could you be so sick? Of this person, and yeah, he's done some sick shit. Like I, I am too. And then be like, okay, I'm gonna get up and go be a professional and, and say it's because he's, you know, threat. Okay, if he is threatening you, you're Mia Farrow. Right. You're you leave that movie. You say he was threatening me. He was vile with my kids. Right. That's yeah, it. To right. To your it point, it's like if you believe. Mia Farrow. It's like a double-edged sword. Because if you is. believe Mia Farrow, then you also have to be like, well, then... Look, if you believe Woody Allen, no abuse happened. But then if you believe Mia Farrow, abuse was happening for six years. But then the greater question is then why did you leave for those six years? And why did you get more kids with them? Why did you... So it's like whoever side you believe in... It's just more questions of then why did you stay? Right. Or like even to Woody Allen's point, let's just say for like the sake of saying it, that Mia was making up the fact about Dylan. There was never a thing with that. Then why would you stay with a woman who doesn't believe or trust you enough to be around children? You know, like in, in, in both sides of it, it's like either you're right and you're creepy. I mean, Mia's right. You're really creepy around children and I don't want you around my kids. Why did you let them stay there for six years or vice versa? Why are you staying with Mia Farrow when she doesn't trust you around your kids? When she's saying that you're doing these things, going to therapists about you talking, and then but like, she didn't say any of this until after until she knew. But that is more see, like see, it comes out. That's why it's like if whoever you're taking you believe, his side, a bunch of red flags. He's are already raised. been kind of written out of her script because he fathered her child. Now here's another weirdness. Okay. He has no, he didn't know at the time that he wasn't on the birth certificate. And people have asked him, could Ronan be Frank Sinatra's child? Have right. you seen that? Like, And they like show a, a picture of Ronan yeah, next Ronan to Frank Sinatra and they look the bone structure. And right. then there's a picture of Ronan from the side with Woody Allen from the side. He could look like him. But anyways, in Vanity Fair, or no, I whatever magazine they did, Mamma Mia. They, right. they look back into how she's doing. I don't know whether this was like 10 years ago. Um, they asked her point blank, could could Ronan be Frank Sinatra's uh, son? And she said, possibly. Possibly, right. Which kind of put her in hot water with Nancy Sinatra. Right. Who's her lifelong friend. And she said that, she said, I got very cranky with Mia for that. Because that messes up her family. Uh, and Frank was married at Frank that time. Frank was married at the time. <laughs> I was going to say, because they were only married for two years. And they had already then yeah, but since she's divorced and all this. So he would have been in his affair. 70s when he fathered Satchel. So basically what right. she's saying, the wife of Frank Sinatra got cheated on 
Because she possibly And if that story is true, then then Woody was cheated on by Mia as well, right? Because Mia at the time was with Woody, and Frank was married to the uh, the other friend of Mia's. Right? You're saying well, Frank was married. Yeah, married to uh, Barbara Sinatra. He, she was good friends with Frank's daughters. Oh, daughter. And so that would make Ronan her daughter's cousins. Yeah, you know. And right. so she said, I was cranky with her, but I right. love her like a sister. And um, I'm sure she was just kidding. But then you make it explicitly, ha ha, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. It kind right. of seems like a weird thing say, to even do to Ronan. The fact that you say possibly Pos- leads to the, it, it confirms that there was uh, an affair. An affair. Or yeah. maybe something that and, went and on. And it prompted right. uh, Frank's other daughter to say, he had a vasectomy, so it couldn't be. Right. Right. And who knows if he did or Look, he didn't. But she, anyway, that's, let's seems, the body. that's another odd <laughs> right, thing. Yeah. She didn't if handle this. Your mother says, yeah, she's well, always said she's a better kid. And I, and I can't see, like, and I, I'm t- like, with her especially, like, the poor me defense. Because this happens to so many different families. It's, it's a terrible thing. This is a woman who had all the ability. She had publicity she could have used. She had the power to use. And she chose... Not, you know, to say, I was a victim too and whatever. When you could have stood up, nobody's going to not, in the beginning, back unless you're totally proven false, back you being Mia Farrow. Of Once this, you have Sun Yi. Of this, especially, and you have Sun Yi, like one ace in your hand already. And then saying that this is also going on with Dylan. Woody Allen would have never made another movie in the 90s or the 2000s. It didn't need a Me Too movement for this. This was a moment where this is apparent who has power in Mia Farrow going against another person that has power, but you've got, in one hand, you've already been one of my daughters, you're acting inappropriate with another daughter, in my eyes, I'm done. Now, whether she wanted to pursue it in a certain way legally or just say, I'm done with the movie, pay me what you owe me, I'm done, yeah, I would it. never show up on that movie. And set. if you want to, and yeah. if you want to know and why I'm, somebody re- refilm yeah. my right. shots. And if you want to know why I'm leaving it, I'll let it all hang out. Yeah, reporters would have come swarming to her. Right, she just abruptly. This is a moment where she she had the chance. Together. Like the day you see those pictures, boom, You're done. That's it. No, yeah, like you said, bring the pictures to police. To police, not don't to bring, his psychiatrist. Yeah, not to right. his. Right. And, and Why then would you bring his, his psychiatrist? Him? And the second right. his psychiatrist said, oh, well, I can't pass judgment, that's when you say, all right, I'm bringing both of you. to because Right, they both should look at, at in In the say. sense, like, I know that the, the psychiatrist, in the sense, could be, like, way lesser charged in the sense, but also if you're looking at, like, you know, pictures of an underage minor, like, with, you know, it's naked photos. It's just the wrong place where, to take them. Say, well, right. I mean, because it may be psychiatrists can't make that judgment. You take yeah. it. Maybe you take it to the. You, you go, take it to the authorities. You, you go. You have. You take soon. You, you, whatever you're going to deal with, soon, how you're going to deal with it. You go back to Woody, and say, "Look, you may have copies of these Polaroids, or whatever, and say this. It can't work. If you're going to do this, this is unbelievable. So you've got one proof already. Then you're going to go to the way he's acting, and you as a mother." Your adopted daughter, you do not feel comfortable of this man, the way he is, and the way your daughter is showing these cocoon-like, I don't want him, I'm hiding every time he comes by. I'm going to go, you know what? You don't have to have any responsibility with this girl anymore. I was wrong. I'm breaking off the relationship. This is, 
I can't have this going on here. I can't have this with my daughter. The parenting skills for both of these two should be looked into more than than everything because the whole thing on August 4th could have been avoided yeah, if... Yeah, you wouldn't have been even seeing them. Just stay home. Just stay home. That just day. stay home that day. That's what you have to do. Just stay home. Do not leave it up to two nannies and a French tutor to watch your daughter. There's no way in the world I'm going to do that, leave my kid that way. No way. No parent should ever do that if you suspect this guy. If he said, well, I'm going to leave or I'm going to take... Say, no, you're not. I'm calling the cops. You're not going anywhere. Mia Farrow can do that where a person of doesn't have the money or the power or the fame couldn't get away with it. She could. I don't care what day and age it was. You make a big enough stink, the press is going to cover it. And Mia Farrow still had the name and the cachet when she was making a lot of movies with Woody Allen and Woody Allen's name being mentioned in it too. I'm sorry. But you then, wouldn't do it. When she goes to Vietnam and she adopts those two kids, I have like two questions to that. One, those two children, are either of them or both of them male and female? What? I believe the two children, you can double check, I believe, I think one was Tam, the blind girl oh, that so, died. But I mean, so and it was Thaddeus. A, so he adopted a boy and a girl. So that already leads to the question, if this is happening, why bring another girl into the relationship? I know. But then also, that, like, why we... Bring why bring no, any more but children? That even, and they're disabled, both of them. And that mm -hmm. brings up another thing. So that, when you adopted... not When Mia adopts those two children, like we were mentioning, that brings the total She leaves to Dylan 10. for 11 days. But that brings, like, the total of her kids at that point in time to 10. You know, with adopted least, and birth. Right, yeah. Well, because then, remember we were saying, like, she had Soon Lee, Dylan, and uh So she had seven Satchel. when she met him. Yes. Then Soon, wait. No, yeah. So she had seven when she met him, and then she had her eighth with Ronan, who is Satchel, who I, then becomes Ronan. Oh, that no, is, Dylan. Dylan's first. Yeah, but... Eighth, uh, and then ninth with, with Satchel, oh, Ronan. Oh, okay. So, so and Dylan, then, and then that. So then this brings the total to 11, 11 children. So then does she adopt her next three children after they're already, like, the Sunni thing has already happened? Yes. Okay, yeah, so... I believe so. But from all the red flags that she's got going, and Woody doesn't want her to take Dylan out of school, so she leaves for 11 days... Yeah. And Why are you back. letting Woody be around her? Like, just say, screw it. I'm taking her out of school to and go to Vietnam. And comes back with another daughter. Like, and you, you come said, back I mean, with not two like... more kids. Do you really need two more special needs? But listen, that must must be her thing. I mean, so they obviously. have 14 children altogether. Like, yes. I mean, she has 14 yes. children altogether. Yes. So it would be really yeah, but but she definitely did uh, Tam and. I'm not Daddy sure. I'm I'm, sa I'm saying it was. I think that's when she brought home Tam is the blind daughter. Right, that's the one. That, one of the ones that that's the one, and and it. But I could be wrong. I think. Well, it I want to know, like you know, like she she uh, had. Let me see. I Eleven with four, but she has fourteen. I just want to kind of get like how many. Okay, well, she definitely has fourteen children. That 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 we know. Well, she traveled to Vietnam to get the two, and I believe Tam is. Vietnamese. Now, Tam passed away at age of 17. Yes, yeah, so I believe Tam was one of those children. So she had she Tam, said. Lark, and Thaddeus. That's an awful those lot. three children, unfortunately, yeah. um, uh, passed away. That's that's a horrible thing. So, I mean, when you, you go to that and you have, have that, I just, like, don't know 
and, and I'm not I'm not yeah. saying how they you know the suicide and but how I it happened Moses and whatever. Did say in his blog that what should come out of this is you should also. He said, "There's not much protection for kids being adopted." Yeah, I was going to say that because okay, know, so is it a good idea? Look into them. If you're the agency, I understand there's Korean children that need parents, but can you also look into? Yeah, even uh, if they're stars, uh, you know, still look into it. Don't just give them 14 kids and think that they yeah. can handle it right. and handle special because needs. Because that's what Moses was saying. Because the adopted child. Has been rejected twice. I mean, they've already had a tough start. Right. They've been rejected. Then they get into a family with issues. He feels there should be more done for the adopted children. You know. Yeah, th that's never look. I commend her for trying to help no, children. I, yes. But on the other side of it, you got to solve your you own house this at this point. Going on exactly. Here. Well, because yeah, you're also not really. If your thing is to save these children, you're not putting them in a better situation at yeah. all. No, because but you're they're being dragged be through this whole situation. You're of, having this issue with Woody, according right. to her, that's it's happening. Your whole family. And yeah. When you you're go, go to two more with special needs. I have all the I have all the uh, children, by the way. Okay. So. So the first, I'll say with uh, she has five with the Previn like last name. There's first Matthew Previn, then Sasha Previn, then Soon Yi. Who was adopted in '77, but then she has Lark Previn, then Fletcher, and then Daisy. Summer Summer Daisy Previn. So that makes it six children with uh, Previn as right. Last now name. here's the other thing: she's splitting up in the process of splitting up right. with Andre, and she decides to be a single mother adopting. That's when she adopted Moses. Which I would also think, if you're in the middle of a divorce and you've got well, it was seven kids, that's what I'm saying. They right. give so, it, I'm just saying, is star. that fair to Moses? No, like none, none of it was fair to any of the kids. But so then, yeah, she has them with uh, all the yeah, six kids with uh, Andre Previn. Then she has uh, Moses adopted, and then she adopts Tam Pharaoh and Dylan Pharaoh. And then she has, like, gives birth to Ronan. So that, then she has Thaddeus, uh, Frankie, Isaiah, and Shay Quincy Farrow to bring it to 14. Okay. But those, uh, the last three, I should say, were all adopted in 1994, which her uh, marriage with him ended in 92. So that was at least, like, four kids she adopted outside of right. her relationship with him. But so that's, yeah. So that's ten children that she had and brought in with Woody at right. one point. And you're you're also adopting the, the so you can't just say, Okay, one day I'm gonna go and adopt kids. It's paperwork is involved, things are involved. So you've got the SUNY thing going on, you've got the Dylan thing going on. And when was the last adoption in what year? Ninety four. Ninety four. The same time that this is going on with Woody Allen. So you you don't start your adoption that same year. You have to start probably a year before or somewhat to get the papers and the travel and find out with children. So you've got Sunyi, you've got Dylan, and now you're talking, I'm going to add more children into this when it's a very toxic environment. Or I think, or I'm saying my, you've taken one daughter, Sunyi, uh, pictures, and now you're with her, and then you're molesting my other daughter, Dylan, but yet I'm working on getting 
more children to bring into this that's, because that's, that's, that says that like nobody whether you looked at that and was like you know what, we'll, yeah maybe it's not a good time yeah, maybe, right you know hold off a second that's maybe all i'm saying you, know, you got a lot on your, on your daughter, daughter right, right, yeah. you know <laughs> but nobody they just and adopt you've got kids that are special needs on top of it know. you know it's hard with one it's and you're saying you didn't have the you money don't know what you're doing and i don't think she did, you know. I'm not saying that she was a bad right. Because if you go by anything, what but... Moses says, though, the some of the kids were used to help her raise like these kids, yeah. and that's I a, would see that very you can see that. Of course, you I mean you would ask your kids, hey, ask a brother to watch your sister, sister, brother, whatever, but not with the special needs and everything that you're bringing in. And to that's this. according to Sunni that the the uh, adopted children were treated like the help. Mm-hmm. Right. To the and I and I agree, I Mike, in, in some ways I agree with your point that maybe he's got this Fengali thing over Soon Yi where she was went from one maybe relationship where somebody was dominant to this one. But you would just hope that he not hasn't done anything to the which nothing's ever come out that he has to the two adopted uh, children he's got. And his the, his defense is always why it in my yeah, 50s, am I going to start to be a pedophile where I could have been around never kids? Happened before, it's never happened right. after, though. Like, he might have groomed people before, though. I mean, just look at the movie Manhattan. It doesn't, just because he hasn't done the exact thing doesn't mean that he didn't. I'm talking about past. with a six year old. I mean, I'm talking about, yeah, with a young. I, I get. He's probably that's wrong. Yeah. Too. That's wrong. We're not making two wrongs a right here. But, the, say, but it doesn't mean to say for that the younger child, someone. But he's never had any... Because he's never any, had contact. But he has two and then daughters now contact. that are, you know, grown. I think they're in their 20s. Right. I mean, it would, it's a very, Just because he didn't, you but know... But it'd be a very hard thing to give up if you, you know... If you really, he has ultimately what you know he could. He's got. But don't you think Sunni would see it? Like, you know, she. Why would she see it? She's gone from one abuser. No, but but he has adopted younger children. And they're both girls. And they're both girls. So why would Sunni see it when she's gone from one abuser to the? Well, she would know if her. I think she'd be hyper aware of it. Of her daughters maybe being, unless she's got you know around other people, sure. But not around him if she sees him as like a protector and sees him as yeah, like, you know, no, like she a strikes guy. me as very strong. Yeah, she does. She I does. think she's. I, I, Although it is a little funny because they adopted those soon. Yeah. Yes. So that's another thing that's to bring in that they adoption. adopted two yeah, young now, girls. Exactly. When he's. You're, you're right there. Again, adoption agency sees Woody Allen. Right. And says, and no soon problem. Yeah, yeah, this is. Take two girls. Now, were you they know? adopted from. You know, a different country. And I know, but you know what you I mean. Know, Whatever, still, no, absolutely. Oh, Woody Allen, if he did what, you but know. The thing about this is, there's still more he gets questions. To adopt two girls, right? It is, yes. Yeah, so, all right. I don't know how long you want to go on. No, though, there's it, more questions. Um, you know what? We, more, like you said, yeah. There's more uh, questions. Than there's going to be more questions than answers yeah, with this is. because if you look at it just from a parent wise and just like how I'm trying to look at it, I think a lot of it could have been avoided. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're bringing in therapists, that doesn't help. It's me talking to you and how I feel about my feelings to you talking about your feelings and saying, I don't feel right about this. We can go to the courts, at whatever, but until it's resolved, you're not seeing them. And that's, for me, the biggest thing. Some people are going to defend him. Some people are going to defend her. Some people are going to look at both of them and go, they're both wrong. 
Could could I see a Woody Allen movie now? If you, you know what? Well, I feel like that goes on a larger thing. Like even like. Like, and not to bring in every, but, but like, you know, I feel like you could still watch a Kevin Spacey movie today knowing how terrible, because it's like, in my yeah. personal opinion, it goes to, it discredits all the hundreds of, you know, actors and like, you know, grips and sound that guys and stage crew and writers, directors, you know, everybody right. in Just the sound stage. Yeah. But the here's another one, though. Yeah. Of right. all the people that, Woody Allen has worked with, he's worked with a lot of young actresses. Right. No one's ever said he got weird with me. No. He's never had that, like... And it would look... Again, to me, that doesn't prove anything. That's his his job, you know, and if you're a smart... But he never creator, even had that before. Good. No, but if you're a powerful... Like, you're Scarlett Johansson. You're pretty powerful in Hollywood. Yeah. For you to still, like... And what you in a way you're kind of risking your like reputation in a way saying oh you back Woody Allen that's weird you know what I mean yeah but she's sticking to her guns every time she's asked the question about him and I'm not saying she's wrong feeling that way or right but she could easily say well Woody I'm done with Woody Allen I'm not going to work with Woody Allen didn't Kate Blanchett um, no Kate Winslet said that she worked with Roman Polanski and, and she said what the hell was I thinking I worked with both Woody Allen and Roman Polanski but they were older when they did this. But the thing is, don't say like you're going to do Colin Firth when he was in that movie. And I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, yeah, but that was an older guy, younger girl. Younger guy, younger with woman Stone. with Emma Stone. And I thought, he's way too old to be with Emma Stone. That and there's like a 20 creepy. or 30 year difference there too. So and didn't, he didn't find that creepy. No. And you know, you're in your 50s, Colin Firth. You know what happened in the 90s. And you're in the entertainment business. You That's know what Woody Allen. These actors knew what happened right. before. And then a movement happened and they had to say, Oh, I'm face. not working with him. Yes. Right. Be, I'll oh, never I'll work give, with him again. You know, well, either say bullshit. I did it because. Yeah. Right. Like, look, I'm I sorry. Have, I'm, I'm not privy to what yeah. actually happened. It's I'm not my. Proud of it. Right. It's not my place to know, make I a judgment. It. But don't come out like holier than thou either. Yeah. Because if you felt that way, you should have said at the time, I'm holding my nose, but I'm going to do the movie anyway. Yeah. You didn't. I support the victims, but I'll do the movie. Right. No, you come out after the fact because there's a big right. movement, and you've got to look good. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's and, pointless. And a lot of them did that. And I Just look, like, I'll never work with him again. But right. you knew that going Because nobody's going to work with him anymore. That's why they'll never work with him Right. Again. Woody Allen's not going to get a, green, a, a movie greenlit when this last one could only be shown in Europe and made a lot of money, but it, it couldn't be shown in America. So I don't know if we... It raised a lot more questions than we answered, but it was great having you on, Liz, being our first guest. Well, you did a great job. A little nervous in the beginning, Very but you really hung in there and hung well. Mikey, as always, and Melissa, you're brilliant. So thanks for listening, and uh, tune in next time. Thanks very much.